How we doing, prolific people? Welcome to the Prolific Podcast. This podcast exists to encourage one another to abide in Jesus. And as a result, bear fruit that truly lasts. This is Joey. And I'm Alejo. You ready? Let's do this. What is the most important currency in marriage? What is the most important currency in marriage? I would say the highest currency in marriage is trust. I think the highest currency in any relationship is trust. But obviously in, in marriage yeah. is that much more important. Obviously in marriage there are different dynamics that you can have in your in your in your relationship that you should have in your relationship. Um, you know, with friends, you're usually just friends. Sometimes you're business partners, right? Yep. Um, but for the most part, you're just friends. With um, your family, you're just family. You can be friends, but for the most part, family kind of leads that. Uh, and w with marriage, there are so many different dynamics in your relationship. There's that romantic side. There's that friendship side. Mm -hmm. uh, there's that partner side, right? Like your house is like a little company, a little, yeah. you know, endeavor. Um, so I definitely would say that the highest uh, currency is trust and and I'm realizing that trust is built in many different ways right so like when I say trust you might think uh, or people might think that the basis of trust is like just being loyal mm -hmm. right so yeah is this person gonna cheat on me is this person you know gonna be faithful that plays into it um, but I think that's like bare minimum stuff. Yeah. <laughs> right. It's so almost, like, yeah. Like yeah. if if, the, if if you are if you are concerned whether somebody's gonna be faithful to you, you're already in really bad shape, and hopefully you're not there. And if you're and if you are there, of course there are steps to strengthen that mm -hmm. you know, stuff. But um, but but I think like the highest levels of trust uh, earned in a relationship and that currency when it becomes when your marriage becomes rich because you have high levels of trust is when your spouse realizes that you are the kind of person that will be sacrificial for the benefit of everything that is at stake. Mm -hmm. That sacrificial for the benefit of your marriage, sacrificial for the benefit of your children, sacrificial for the benefit of your endeavor together, sacrificial for your family, so many different things. And so um, I would say that the longer I am married, the more I realize that whether spouses realize it or not, they are unintentionally evaluating one another, right? Love is unconditional. Lo yeah. Love is meant to be unconditional. Yeah. Trust is not unconditional, mm -hmm. okay? Trust is uh, constantly being fed by our ability to earn that trust from our spouse, right? Mm -hmm. And so I would say that a spouse is intentionally or unintentionally looking at the other spouse observing their actions and seeing if this person is trustworthy that if they can trust that this person is going to give up themselves for for their benefit right so an example of that might be um you know like today we were about to record this podcast earlier yeah right and uh my wife was arriving it's a little bit too much information but my son is sick he's having stomach problems throwing up diarrhea all that stuff and um and he like had a big accident in the car and we were about to start this podcast and so she called me and she was ready to get home and she 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 didn't call me to ask for my help right she asked me to tell me about it to see if i would give her my help right now a lot of times that will be the case in marriage your spouse won't ask for something they're just presenting the opportunity to see if you're going to put yourself last mm -hmm. And be sacrificial, and they may not even be asking like it in that way either. They may just be telling you, telling like, you. "Hey, this is something that happened." Right. Da, 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 da. And then out of that moment, it's like, 
Oh wow! What like, are you gonna do? Yeah, with, gonna without take? even without even you know, without even the thought in Tara's mind of like, oh yeah, and she even said it. Like I heard on the phone. Because I might not like, even be home. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, she didn't know if I was yeah. at the house or whatever. Yeah. So um, so we were about to do this, yeah. and uh, I really wanted to do this, but I had that choice, right? Do I stay here, or do I go and sacrificially, you know, uh, come into her aid? even when she's not asking you to do right. it, right? And obviously there's a wide spectrum of that. There is a, you know, I don't ever show up for my spouse, mm-hmm. for the things that matter to them, yeah. if they're going through. And um, and we're gonna talk a little bit more about that and like yeah. how that applies to like parent, new parents and when your spouse first has her first child and all that stuff and coming through for them in that regard. And then the other spectrum is doing everything for them, which is also not uh, healthy, mm-hmm. right? And there's a codependence in a, in a bad spot for that. So I think, um, so I think, yeah, definitely that quality of being sacrificial is the most important um, trust builder in, yeah. a, in a in a marriage. So my question to you, Joey. So let me ask you this, like based on on that, you know, understanding. Do you agree with that? Do you agree that yeah. trust is? Yeah. Yeah, I think. Uh, yeah, I absolutely think trust is one of the most important currencies, um, and I think sometimes we have to clarify the other currencies in life. Like, what are the other currencies in sure. marriage? Go, go through you know? some of those, yeah. And so it may sound funny, but like, like physical intimacy is a currency. Sure, sure. You know, and and the idea, and maybe maybe this will help everyone understand the idea behind currencies for us, um, and maybe even clarity of how mm-hmm. I see it when mm-hmm. I think of currency. In every relationship, there is withdrawals and deposits. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There is there are withdrawals and deposits, That's whether good. it's in leadership, whether it's pastorship, whether it's friendship, whether it's whatever it may be. And so, give so, me an example so, of a deposit so, in marriage so, so and some a withdrawal. Be, right, and so some people may may not even understand that picture or mm-hmm. wonder why some relationships fail mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and why some other relationships succeed. They may not understand this That's so good. because it's like, well, wait a minute, why why do I have such a great relationship with Jimmy? and not Timmy. Mm-hmm. Well, it's because Timmy is constantly withdrawing from you and never deposits, and Jimmy is constantly depositing in you and never withdraws something from mm-hmm. you, you know? And so, like, that whole picture of, like, oh, wow, that's really interesting because you see, you're seeing someone that's giving into you mm-hmm. constantly and is never asking anything from you, you know? Sure. And so you're like, oh, this is a great relationship when sometimes it's not true, and then the opposite. Sometimes just because someone is always, like, like withdrawing from you, it doesn't yeah. mean it's a bad relationship. It just means you need to have a grown-up conversation, a mature sure. conversation. Be like, "Hey, man, I'm really feeling like it's possible." Things, yeah, yeah, it's, right, yeah. right, right, right. They can um, fix it. Yeah. So it, give me an example yeah. of that in marriage. So, so in marriage, so I think okay. So very, very simple deposit for, and I'll use I'll use my my wife as an example. So my wife does like one of the things that we have just communicated, just in general, like we've honestly communicated is she takes care of dishes and laundry, mm-hmm. right? Like she takes care of that mm-hmm. now. Does that mean that I don't ever do those things? Mm-hmm. No. Mm-hmm. That just means that in my mind and through the process that that it's it, it, it's already kind of, it's been communicated. It is something that my wife constantly is depositing into my life, the mm-hmm. trust that she's going to take care of the dishes, that she's going to take care of the laundry, right? Like mm-hmm. I never think about my, like not going to have underwear, not going to have socks. Like I literally just don't think about that. Mm-hmm. Now, when she asks me, hey, could you go switch the laundry? And if I have a moment of like, honey, I'm really busy. Like, come on. Like, I can't go switch the laundry. Like, you know what I've actually done is I've begun to withdraw mm-hmm. a trust of something from my wife, sure. you know? But if I go and just do the laundry for my wife, mm-hmm. even if it's simple just loading it mm-hmm. or unloading it, bring into the closet if i do something if i do the dishes like one night when i know she yeah if i deposit mm-hmm. you see you see that man it's it's 
thankful. It's it's this like like that's like, good. Yeah. So that's so so I think that clarifies that. Yeah. That clarifies that. And just for the sake of time, I want to ask yeah. you a question because I actually really want to hear this, and I think it's going to be really helpful for people that are maybe new parents or um, that are um, yeah, and just in different seasons of life. So I I I see in my marriage that there are ways in which I used to deposit mm -hmm. that my wife appreciated, and now she wants a different kind of deposit. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. The way that I used to earn my trust when I had children is different mm -hmm. to the way I earn my trust now when I have yeah. children. So, so can you give me an example in your personal experience of ways in which you used to deposit? Mm -hmm. and, and, and let me say this disclaimer here. I, I believe that deposits matter, that we, we ought to deposit in the way people want us to deposit. Yeah. Not just the way we prefer to do it. Correct. Right? Which I'd love to, can I touch base before I even answer that question for sure, two sure. seconds? So like, let me ask you the question and touch base. Yeah, so go the ahead, question go ahead. is, how did you deposit before you had children? Mm -hmm. Okay, when you first were married, yep. in your first five years, and how do you feel like God's calling you to deposit in this new season? Okay, okay? So I'm gonna write this here so I don't, yeah, don't yeah, forget. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so let, let me clarify in my mind something. Mm -hmm. Like you hit it right at the end, and that is without even saying it, it's called a love language. Sure, and we could go right, in and this is why I'm gonna hit very that. quickly. Love language. If you don't know what it is, you should look it up. There's love languages. It's it's a beautiful book. Great. It helps you understand your friendships, your spouse, many things, your partner, all the all these things, right? And something I've learned is sometimes the reason why deposits change in the way that the person needs to receive that trust is because actually the love language has shifted and changed because the season has changed. Sure. And so one of the or even myself has changed because I've shifted into something that I've never been in before. So before there. <laughs> And, sorry, and there is a love that you show and there's a love that you receive. Mm -hmm. They're all so different. So sometimes when people say, well, I give out love and quality time, right? Mm -hmm. uh, that's great. But that quality time love may not be actually the way that you receive it. You may receive it in physical touch. Mm -hmm. So I may, the love I want to show you, Alejo, as I'm going to spend as much time as possible with you. Mm -hmm. But the way that I actually receive love is when you and I dap up, when you and I, you know, are excited, like, and we're yeah. just like you know hey man give a hug you know stuff and that's how i receive love right mm -hmm. but i'm trying to show you differently mm -hmm. you know i'm showing the love differently so sure. in marriage it's the same same way mm -hmm. that sometimes the reason why we're having difficulty like in this deposit withdrawal thing with our spouses mm -hmm. uh, and our best friends in reality is because we're trying to show love in the way that actually is like they're they don't receive love, mm -hmm. you know? So my wife is a perfect example. When we were dating before we were together, uh, I was the gift giver. I would mm -hmm. I would show up with chocolate milk, I'd show up with flowers, mm -hmm. I'd show up with like all of these things, right? And my wife is not, not a gift receiver. Oh, great. Right? Mm -hmm. But I'm like, like I want to give you all these things. I want to mm -hmm. give you chocolates. I want to give you, you know, just I'm, I'm, I want to do all the stuff for sure. you. I want to give you gifts. You're still a gift giver, yeah, right? But my hat. but oh my gosh. <laughs> um, but you know what's funny? I'm a lot less of one now. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that's because my season has changed. The way I do sure. life and has shifted. Um, and so uh, like and, and that aspect alone, right? So before we were married. She'd love flowers, she'd love sunflowers, mm -hmm. right? But really what my wife, like, I would say she was a gift giver, but it had to be very intentional. I could not give a gift in front of people. Mm -hmm. Like, it had to be alone, mm -hmm. like, like in the parking lot, like giving her a flower, a note that she could read later, like something that she showed up in her in her bedroom and there are flowers and flowers. You know, a young, young love. love. <laughs> um, but like, like, she didn't want anyone to see it. Like, sure. she literally, there was a gift before we were dating, and the people that may know the story, 
I literally gave her chocolate milk. The freaking, it literally, the chocolate milk was named Promised Land, okay? Mm-hmm. Best chocolate milk in the history, yeah. okay? And she poured it out because I gave it to her in front of friends. She poured it poured out. Poured it out. Poured out the Promised Land. Um, and, and Why? But in that moment, How? because because it, it made her feel like insecure. It oh, made wow. her feel like embarrassed in front of, insecure is probably not the right word, but embarrassed in front sure. of her friends because sure. at that time, I w- we weren't dating. We're, oh. and, and nothing like that. But I was just symbolizing, I got chocolate milk for three people that day. And she was one of them. And her other friends weren't on my list because I was very good in all that fun sure. stuff. Um, because I started to learn that she doesn't like intent, like like attention. attention. So, you gotta spread so I had to spread the attention, you know? Which that's and, like so similar uh, to my wife. Right, right. It's so, so funny. But, but like, so I learned that, right? And so back then, like she wanted gifts, but in a certain way. Right, mm-hmm. and so now being married, she wants gifts in a different way, and and her love language has shifted. Mm-hmm. She's an acts of service. So mm-hmm. actually, the deposit of me doing the dishes, me sweeping, me vacuuming, me playing with Nova, mm-hmm. are deposits. Me spending time not even with her, but with our daughter brings love. Bro, as a side note, isn't it so interesting? I think this is beautiful, man. How. And this is the reason why marriage is... I think marriage just makes people better. Yeah. I'm going oh, to say... It sounds like a really, like... Oh, yeah. Like, direct statement, black yeah. and white. But no. I really I really feel like marriage just makes you a better person. That's the reason why I just noticed with what you were saying, like, um, women have this beautiful quality mm-hmm. when children are born to remind men mm-hmm. to be with them, to right. be with children. Right. Because it doesn't come to us as naturally as no. to them. Because and, you want to know what we're trying to do? We're trying to provide for our children, and but also in some sometimes as we try to provide, we're also trying to fulfill our own needs of success or whatever. And I I find myself sometimes when I'm trying to do that, when I'm trying to do things I enjoy, right, right, right. whatever. And then my wife will tell me, "Hey, remember you promised Luca you're gonna do blank, yeah, right." I'm so grateful for yeah. that. I'm grateful for that for for the yeah. way they they pull us back. Yeah, in. Anyway, yeah. Well, no, because that I mean that's the reality of like. Like, it's just so many things. And yeah. so um, that whole deposit withdrawal is I've learned that you need to know each other's love language. Because mm-hmm. if not, you're depositing a different currency that they receive. Sure. So, like, it's me trying to go to an American bank and deposit, you know, mm-hmm. uh, crypto. Mm-hmm. It's a whole different currency yeah. right Don't now, right? Uh, oh, my gosh. <laughs> um, uh, so, so but, but, you know, it's just anything, any yeah. currency, right? Yeah. And so so if you if you don't understand that, you're going to be depositing something different. Mm-hmm. And so that alone of understanding that is so critical. And mm-hmm. so the expectations and the deposits of life, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's just it, – it's critical to understand that. I feel like that's before you can even talk about expectations mm-hmm. of, like, like, deposits and withdrawals is understanding – what do you withdraw and what do you deposit? Sure. And so for me now, the deposits that I need to do for my wife is, and it's hilarious. I'm sorry. I literally, my brain just goes to this. Sometimes I think I'm living and I'm loving her mm-hmm. in acts of service. Mm-hmm. You know, I got, I got five acres, six acres of land. Mm-hmm. My acts of service in my brain is I'm out there mowing every week. Mm-hmm. I'm doing all this stuff. I'm weed eating. I'm trimming. I'm edging. I'm making it look now clean. Now be honest. Now be honest. <laughs> How much personal I love enjoyment it. do you I yeah. love it. But at the same time, my brain is, she's not going to do this. And I'm sure, doing this for sure. my family. Sure, I'm doing sure, this sure. for her, right? Like, I take care of it, and it mm-hmm. gives me this pride, this yeah. excitement, you know? Because I'm like, this is our home. Let's yeah. do this, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And so, but my wife does not, she doesn't care if the grass is four inches tall or two inches tall. She doesn't care if there are some weeds. Obviously, if it hurts her child, she cares. Mm-hmm. But like 99% of the time, she doesn't so what does give she a care rip. About? So now, right now, so right, right now, let's talk about So, this so what she cares day. right now is time with my daughter mm-hmm. me with my daughter 
right? Time with her. Mm-hmm. Whenever I, whenever I'm off, when I'm home, mm-hmm. like things like that, an intentional time, not quantity amount mm-hmm. of time, mm-hmm. quality time mm-hmm. with her, right? Uh, I could talk about years and a half on that quantity versus quality. quality yeah. um, very critical. And then, um, and she actually has been going back to gifts. Like she's mm-hmm. brought up, like you know, flowers would be nice. You know, <laughs> like like she said that when yeah. for a while she didn't want flowers. She's like, we yeah. got budget, we got to be on this thing. So I was like, okay, got cool. attention, <laughs> right? And now, and now I'm like, okay, I'll bro- I'll buy you some flowers every single day. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. and. and I'm I don't even care, but it's just funny. Um, and so, yeah, those are, those are the kind of things right now that I'm okay. depositing um, through that stuff. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, uh, which I think and I see, um, I, 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 to kind of go back on the whole, you know, spouses are constantly evaluating how uh, sacrificial we will be. I think when, when women have children and, and it, it be, it, you go back to this or you start the season of now there's a little person right right so yeah. so little human <laughs> so I think I think I, I think I, I could say that I think hopefully that in the first five years of our marriage when it was just us and our wives I would say that we we passed the test I, I would say hopefully Tara would say yes no. pass the test of being sacrificial for them right only right and then we enter whole nother world uh, pr- uh, parenting. Yeah. And now they're actually testing to see and evaluating how we're going to be sacrificial as dads, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And and the respect for us based on our performance there is a, a, a brand new marker mm-hmm. of how how you know right. how we relate to them, right? right? So I might be doing a really good job of being her, you know, her husband, but if Either I'm not provider. showing up for my son, yeah, then she's also testing that, right? So that's yeah. that's really that's really cool that you mentioned that. Um, and so, what I wanted to ask you in regards to uh, the deposit and um, and just being sacrificial. So let's let's get a little bit vulnerable mm-hmm. if we if we can uh, here. So, what would you say as a as a man, as a husband, as a dad, is the hardest place for you to sacrifice? Okay, and and let me frame that question mm-hmm. better. I know in my flesh, I want to do great things. Mm-hmm. I know in my flesh, I want recognition. Mm-hmm. I know in my flesh. I want accolades. I know in my flesh, I heard this uh, from you in one of your posts, I want to be famous outside instead of in my home, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Um, and uh, and there's, such a, there's such a beautiful mon- mundane nature mm-hmm. of being famous in your home, mm-hmm. right? And there are some actions that you do to be famous in your mm-hmm. home that is not the kind of fame you get outside. Given that we have all these tendencies, all these temptations, I wanna make more money so my buddies can see me making more money. Mm-hmm. I wanna get the nicer, I, I wanna, whatever. I want the nicer right? car, yes. I, wanna, cool I wanna be the highest performing agent yeah. Yeah. because I want you know those accolades, yeah. whatever. Yeah. Which like, our, our spouses don't really necessarily care that yeah. we are the 99% highest performing agent. 99% of the time, right? they don't yeah. care at all. So, so our spouses don't, yeah. our spouses yeah. don't, right? So, so why would you say is uh, the, the battle that you are walking through in regards to sacrifice, uh, you know, places where Stephanie is wanting you to be sacrificial, where you have a hard time just because of your flesh. Mm-hmm. I think one of the things that I struggle with within that stuff, like areas of being sacrificial, is like time. Because in my fleshly mind, I'll call it flesh, it's not all flesh, yeah. but I say in my fleshly mind, the greatest gift sometimes that I think I can give my family mm-hmm. is is like 
like work and financial means and things and food and like this stuff, right? Mm -hmm. And so I want to take care of my family. You know, mm -hmm. like I'm called to steward my family and love my family mm -hmm. very, very, very well. You know, that's my purpose, right? Mm -hmm. To take care of my family and some of that, my passion and that purpose is Jesus, obviously. Mm -hmm. um, and so out of that, um, I can get so caught up in doing all of this stuff for my family mm -hmm. that I forget about just being with my family like in general like why am I working so hard it's for my family and then I forget about being with my family or like, like you're or, focused on getting them the, the gift yeah but don't realize you're the gift right like in reality like like the thing that I'm longing for the most with with my family is freedom right like I want to make enough money so I can have more time with my family but then guess what I get annoyed or I get frustrated when my family needs my time and I'm like I literally have those moments of like, what is, like, this doesn't make any, like, wait a minute, hold up. So I did all of this work. I sold X amount of real estate. I do, I have these three businesses. I do this and this. So then I have more time with my family. But then whenever my family wants more time, I get frustrated. So, so I got to share this with you. I got to share this with you because this is, I heard this and I, I just, I was like, wow, this is just so profound. And I think this is a great story. I wish I could hear this story every morning. So before we start going, chasing the wind yeah. with work, right? Yeah. So I heard the story that this American guy goes to like a Colombian village. Let's yeah. say it's a Colombian village, right? And uh, he finds this fisher that has a boat. Yeah. And this fisher has a boat. He goes out 10 a.m., fishes for an hour or two, mm -hmm. gets some fish, uh, comes back, uh, brings in what he caught, goes and spends two hours eating lunch with his friends, and he... Um, spends a good amount of quality time with them, then he goes back home, spends time with his wife, has a long dinner with her, has friends over, and just, uh, that's his day, right? And an American guy finds him and he goes, he goes, why do you, why don't you buy a bigger boat? And the guy says, for what? Well, if you had a bigger boat, then maybe you could get more fish. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so he goes, for what? Well, if you get more fish, then maybe you can get more money in so that maybe you can hire a second person and maybe you guys can work like four hours of the day. And the guy says, and for what? And he's like, well, if you get a bigger boat with more fish for four hours of the day, then at that point you can begin to make enough fish that you can actually begin an entire company, hire maybe three, four people to, to run your company. Mm -hmm. He goes, for what? Well, maybe if you do that, you can build a bigger business, maybe a corporation later on that is important in this town. And then once you have, you know, uh, multiple uh, groups of people fishing out, then you can make enough money to uh, to have maybe go out and go public and have a stock. And he goes, for what? Well, if you do that, maybe you can have a <laughs> stock and the stock can grow. Listen, the stock can grow and you can become very, very rich, right? You can sell this, sell this yeah. stock, you become very, very rich. And maybe when you're 70 or 80 years old, you can come back to this town and you can take out your boat and fish from 10 to 12 for two hours and then maybe go and get some lunch with your friends for like two hours, say hang out and have the freedom to do that and and then go back home and maybe have a relaxing time with your wife and maybe drink a sangria and then invite your family over and maybe have just a restful night. Right? Yeah. I heard that story and I was like, we're so funny, dude. Yeah, absolutely. I want to I want to do all of this stuff so then later in life I could potentially do the very thing that I long for right now. <laughs> like like I'm going to do all of it and and we've been caught in the trap. We've been caught in many things and you yeah. know I long the reason why I work so hard is so I can have time with my family, right? But then if my flesh complains about the time with my family that I have now 
I need to check my heart. Mm-hmm. I need to check what's going on in my soul because what is because, it really? Yeah, like like get? what am I really like? Honestly, like I can. And we can talk about this. I feel like many followers of Jesus will put banners on busyness mm-hmm. as I'm doing this for X, sure. you know, when in reality, like, let's just call it what it is. You're doing it for one of the one of the three things we all fight for. Right. One of the three things. And that is lust of the eyes, lust of the flesh, pride of this life. Let's mm-hmm. just let's just call it what it is. Sure. And in our identity, like mm-hmm. the, the four the four things that the enemy tempted Jesus with. Mm-hmm. And those are literally the four things that we get tempted with every single day in our lives. Mm-hmm. Our identity as sons and daughters, the lust of the eyes. I like I gotta have that now, mm-hmm. right now. That is man. That that is that boat, that car, that business, mm-hmm. that dude, like saw that on TikTok, et cetera, et cetera, right? And and then man, the lust of the flesh is like I this just just give me like I have this desire. It's overwhelming. I need that. I need mm-hmm. that food. I need that person. So and then that, the so pride of this life of glory. Yeah, this glory. Come it's on. glory, greed, and girls. Glory is like, a big deal for men. Right. Oh, absolutely. Well, yeah. it's just the three G's in life that all men deal with: glory, greed, and girls. Mm-hmm. Those are the three things that you're mm-hmm. you're gonna you're gonna battle with his men and you're in time until you're from from dust to dust you're gonna battle with it right and so um so let me ask you this so i think we've gotten to the bottom of this and we're gonna close here in a minute so let's let's maybe take take a a few minutes here to close so it so we've gotten to the bottom of it 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 sounds like what our wives are really looking for us to sacrifice are those three g's right right at at the very core at the very core right like if we are giving up the very thing we want to give them mm-hmm. once we have freedom or whatever. The re- the reality is that what pulls us in that direction are those three G's, mm-hmm. right? And so that that the way we earn the currency and, and maybe this is this is um, I, I'll kind of kind of conclude on my end, and then you kind of give me your conclusion, man. I, I feel like my my daily battle to earn the trust of my wife, mm-hmm. and very soon to earn the trust of my son. Yeah. Right, yeah. it's already happening. Right, he's he already, sees you. He's already watching. Right? Oh yeah. To earn the trust, the highest currency in my home, which is trust, from the people that matter most. It seems that what they are evaluating and, and testing from me is that I would lay down those three G's mm-hmm. for their sake. Right. And that I would have the clarity and the vision to understand the things that matter most in life because somehow it seems like they already know what those are. It's like I'm the last one to find out. Can I be honest? Yeah. Can I be honest? Yeah. And that's not the case for everybody. Yeah. I, I know some, some people's spouses have maybe, I don't know, maybe a spending problem or whatever. That's, that's not my wife, dude. Like my wife, my, and of course she's not perfect, but it almost seems like she knows. And this is the reason why I married her. It seems like she already knows what the things that are most important mm-hmm. are. And like she's just waiting for me to yeah. re- re- recognize that, yeah. you know, and that the 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 trust that I earn from her from my son is the distance between me trying to attain those three G's mm-hmm. and traveling to contentment and to mm-hmm. sacrificing that which doesn't last for the sake of the things that last. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think I think it comes back to which is one of the things in our heart is letting go of self in marriage. Mm-hmm. Like, like if we're if we're not careful, even though we may act like we're selfish or that may act like we're selfless in our marriage, mm-hmm. in reality, 
we might just be acting selfish in many ways. Mm-hmm. And we need to we need to look at our lives in that mm-hmm. way. Of like, especially as men, um, you know, I, I have this job and I provide this amount of money. If I'm not providing this amount of money, I'm a failure. If I'm not bringing in this, I'm I'm you know I'm not good. And maybe and maybe that stemmed from our father, from someone mm-hmm. else, from our own boss, from like things we watch, competition, see, right? Like maybe, like things yeah. we see online, whatever it may mm-hmm. be. When literally the reality, and you touched on it, is like contentment, mm-hmm. and and it's a fact of like. Like, um, uh, like how how can we be truly content mm-hmm. in our lives? And yeah. so, um, I think just as we talk about anything, um, you know, God truly uses every single step in our marriage uh, to continue to remove self, mm-hmm. everything. Yeah. And and whether that's a child, mm-hmm. whether that's just our marriage in general, whether mm-hmm. you know, whether it's. Um, you know, even even losing a child, mm-hmm. you know, things that, you know, I, I've walked through in that, like it was a continual just awareness of I need to continue to sacrifice self. I need mm-hmm. to continue to pick up my cross Come daily mm-hmm. and, and follow him. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. every single moment through it is a realization that like I'm not perfect mm-hmm. and I got pride and I got mm-hmm. stuff I got to get get out of. And so, yeah, I think in our lives through this, the currency is trust. And I think how we build that trust is a realization of removing self mm-hmm. from our marriage. That's so good. The more we can remove self is the more trust we can build in our marriage. I love it, so, bro. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. So, well, thank you so much for uh, listening, guys. We're excited to continue the podcast and um, in different ways. And if you have any ideas or things that you guys want us to talk about, hit us up, whether you got our phone number, email, or something like that, uh, Instagram, whatever it may be. Uh, we'd love to hear your thoughts or questions or things, whether it's about marriage, friendship, uh, church, relationship with the Lord, just w- whatever may come, uh, send it our way, and we'll see if we can have a conversation about it. And so other than that, have a prolific day. Let's go.